Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never here. Yo, what's up? I got Jamie the Great. Yeah, what up, we, what uh, up? DJ D-Miles is MIA. He's getting his ass fixed once again. Once again. Uh, <laughs> we, we, got a, we got a special guest with us, man. And I've, I've been a big fan of this dude for the past two years. And um, he's born and raised in Barbados, 2016 Red Bull three-style world champ. We got DJ Puffy in the building. What up, Puffy, man? What up, man? <laughs> yeah, my man is hype, bro. Hey, yo, Puffy, can yeah. I just say something? We were talking earlier before we started uh, recording, yeah. and uh, we were like, "Yo, how's your energy?" And you're like, "Yo, life's a blessing." Bless. You're, you're, you're the, you're literally the only person I've talked to and spoken to in the past four months with that kind of energy, man. That what, what is this? Do I gotta move to Barbados? Is this a, like Barbados energy? What is this, man? I think Barbados definitely has a, a big role to play. Yeah. yeah. In- <laughs> <laughs> energy over here is a little different man yeah well how is life out there right now for the past four months obviously like the pa- we got the pandemic yeah. here it's it's worldwide it's global it's taking over everything i don't know yeah. how it is in barbados but i i want to hear from you on what's going on with the pandemic you know well, at first like it was real shaky man yeah, yeah at first it was really shaky um i i even knew some people who uh had covid oh wow so, yeah and, and they they ex- I explained that the um the, the situation was definitely not very pleasant. But uh at first I ain't gonna tell you no lie, I was I was really offset by it. Obviously, everybody had stuff lined up. This year was supposed to be the year for everybody. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then this whole thing came and like knocked the whole world off. So yeah. We were definitely kind of offset by it, and it was just like, "Yo, oh, what do we do?" You know, I was I was kind of depressed too. You yeah, know? especially mm-hmm. when you just start getting all the cancellation for gigs and tours yeah, and festivals exactly. and events. And you guys in the Caribbean, you guys have crop over, you have carnival. Yeah. It's yeah. huge out there, man. I mean, and the, the tourism, momentum- right? I was in Trinidad, exactly, yeah. and that momentum coming out of Trinidad. The music was good. Everybody had big plans for releasing a lot of songs. And- wow. Just like this thing just come and knock everybody's economy and everything bearings out of control. So at first it was really depressing and stuff, but we figured it out, you know, and, and if it's one thing that COVID granted a lot of us, mm-hmm. not just myself, but this, this whole pandemic thing definitely granted us more time. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, yeah. you know, time is a very valuable thing. So, um, me having more time, I was like, all right, cool. Let me look to invest this and make the most out of it. And I think that personally gave me, you know, the opportunities to to make a lot of changes in here, yeah, and outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and we did that, you know. And I feel like coming out of that zone now because we in Barbados, we're no COVID free uh, for now. Yeah. But, but you know, coming I mean, out of that, I feel like a different person, dog. You understand? Really? Yeah. That's, yeah. It's it's funny because when you think back, like even to last year, you know the way we move in this rat race, it's nonstop, yeah. right? There isn't really yeah. a second Correct. to breathe. And Correct. Then, when Correct. you do have a second to breathe, you're watching everybody continue the rat race and you yeah. feel like you're left out or you're you're getting yeah. left yeah. behind, right? Yeah. And this yeah. is the first time where we're all kind of just forced to just chill the fuck out. Correct. And Correct. then. And, and then, right. you know, really kind of uh, take like a new perspective on life and how we're yep. approaching it. Actually, yep. I want to know, you know, like I, 
I, I stumbled onto you. I heard about a lot about you in the past two years. I've been a big fan. I've been watching you. I'm, you know, I follow you, you on Instagram. I, I love your routines because you're always incorporating and you're kind of fusing all of these genres, you know what I'm thinking, together. But it's yeah. always with this, you know, Caribbean sound. You're always going back to the Caribbean sound, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, do, I don't really see that in my timeline as much, you know? So where, I, where, I really where. love I really love what you do. But I also, you know, I know that you're you're out, you're doing all types of gigs, you're touring all the time. Like, how did you, you know, how did you, basically what I want to know is like, in the past four months, you know, how has this affected your outlook on your career right now? And how maybe uh, you're, how you've approached DJing and how you're going to approach DJing. Has it changed at all? Do you know what I mean? Um, I feel like, first of all, I, I'm definitely going to not not take my gigs more seriously. Yeah. But <laughs> put a lot more energy, if that's possible, into my gigs, man. Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, before I used to play every show like it was the last show. Yeah. But now I'm playing, playing every show like it's the last show. You know, it's like I don't care what time it is, whatever slot I'm playing, I'm gonna try to do, play that slot like right. the best game ever. You know what I mean? And got it. I'm, I'm, I'm I ain't taking nothing for granted no more, B. Mm. No more, no more. I'm not I'm not doing that no more, man. Because look, look at us. We we have no gigs now. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we're stuck to Zoom parties and Instagram lives. I mean, and, and while that's great, <laughs> yeah. you know, we still the human interaction is definitely a big part for us. So. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's no holes barred for no. We're yeah. going to harm everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's really a great outlook, actually, because you're, you're probably one of the first people to say that, you know, that you're really yeah. going to just not take anything for granted and appreciate yeah. when the gigs yeah. come back, you're going to be like, yo. Just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just do it, you know. Um, yeah, be, before, like, it was kind of like we were very choosy about what do you want to do yeah. and like where you place yourself and you know but i, I think no it's just we can try to just spread the love be <laughs> spread the love That's i just cool. i seen a lot of videos of you djing and big, big ass crowds and stuff and i seen your mc work bro if you're going to get more energy than the energy i've seen you put it's going to be crazy i don't know what right? you're going to do we, we yeah sleep. like i don't know how <laughs> higher can you go <laughs> I need a jet pot or something like <laughs> <laughs> onto the stage or something, be like I was on the phone with my friend's brother and they said, bro, like when we get back outside, like if if we gotta add something to the gigs, add some piece of flavor, some some element that we didn't have before, mm -hmm. you know, like just get people more involved. Like, you know, I want that when people go home they'll say, yo, like that was the best party ever. Like I I I could not party for the rest of the year after that party because it was so good, you know, because of that experience, that performance. So yeah, man, that's 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 how I feel right now. Like when we get back outside, we outside for sure. Be is is there yeah. a local scene in Barbados? Like wow, yeah. Like the, the scene right now is like we're building it. But like, I threw a beach party last Saturday, uh -huh. and like for a pandemic, we had like three just over three hundred people, and I was like, Whoa, wow, what's happening? <laughs> how did that work? We had like three hundred people with it. Everyone wearing masks, or it was just... people. People definitely they were they were kind of you know they were obeying the laws, but. You know, since we're COVID free, people kind of free up still. So there were yeah. some people. I wasn't wearing a mask, but I should have been. <laughs> well, you're, you're in the protection of the DJ booth, I guess, right? Not a lot of people. Yeah, yeah sort of, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but you guys pretty much shut down the airports, right? No one yeah, can really come in. Nobody can come in yet. Yeah. So everybody's quarantined. A lot of people have been tested. Yeah, so you, you guys are pretty much contained, I mean, to yeah, the point where... So if, it's, if it's one thing I must commend the Barbadian society and the population here for doing is 
following the laws, obeying the laws, mm-hmm. and just being very aware of all the procedures and all the um, advice given by the authorities. You know what I mean? So yeah. shout, out, shout out to us as a people and shout out to our leadership as well. The prime minister is the homie you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's completely opposite of what's going on here in the States for yeah, us. Right? It's crazy as fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that's very unfortunate, man. Yeah, my, man. I, my heart goes out to y'all because I could only imagine. I went through what, y- what y'all are going through. This is like 15 weeks. Y'all on lock don't know. Yeah. So I, I went through that for what, six? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what's well, so I could it, imagine? It's really different now. I mean, it's different in every state because everyone's kind of yeah. doing their own thing, which is more chaotic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, wait, so with the local scene out there and you guys aren't having any incoming flights or anything, how, I mean, you guys are based on tourism, right? Yes. So yes. how is, I mean, how are you guys f- affected economically? Like, is there any kind of funding or financial aid being provided by the government for you guys? Or um, I believe there's a, there is a meeting this evening um, just for promoters and people who throw events and stuff. Yeah. Hopefully the, the, the minister to kind of go through um, the procedures that they're going to take and the, the type of help that they're going to give to us as entertainers and, and mm. promoters and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I believe that their intentions are definitely good and they're definitely going to throw some things out there. I think there, there are some grants that they're going to be giving to people who try to do stuff um outside of the box as mm-hmm. well creatives and, and people like that which is really interesting because we've never really had uh somebody set up such systems but yeah i feel like the leadership now is definitely forward thinking and we we definitely can tackle things head on crop over normally brings in what 80 to 100 million dollars mm. you know so we now have to look to see how we could generate some of that internally it's not going to be nowhere close to 80 to 100 million but right. people mm-hmm. still gotta eat you know yeah yeah there are definitely ways to do it. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Crop over is a whole week thing or is it a one day thing? Or how does that work? It's Bro, like- it's it's two months, three months. <laughs> it's a season. You know, it's like car- carnival is a season, you know? It's so, like a, it's a, like tech, it's like a six week festival kind of, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It lasts yeah, for six, about six it, weeks. The core, the core of it is six weeks, you know, but the momentum starts to build around June ish. The real meat of it will be July, last two weeks of July, mm-hmm. first week of August, you know, and, and the actual parade is held on the first Monday of August mm. every year. That's uh, the one that that's the one we see Rihanna looking all great in, right? Ab- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to the homie still. And crop over, y'all been doing, I mean, it's like a two hundred year tradition. It's like yeah. it's been going on forever. Like uh, absolutely. I think it, it started with like the sugarcane plantations during slavery for like a yeah. like a harvest festival right yeah. and now so it's become this huge thing right celebrate the yeah. the, the, the actual harvest yeah and obviously um sugarcane was a a big money maker for us mm-hmm. uh, we grow grow and export sugarcane and that was a huge thing for us and our economy as well so we have something to kind of celebrate and commemorate the vibes you know yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, that's crazy. I've always seen videos of crop over, and it's been insane. I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go to Carnival. You know, yeah. to you, what is the difference between? I know crop overs was kind of originated in Barbados, but what is the difference between Carnival and crop over? Pretty much, uh, Carnival. First of all, Carnival in 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 Trinidad. Yeah. Well, Trinidad is the Mecca Carnival. Yeah. You don't get a bigger than that. I mean, I because, mean, because because well, I always see it spread everywhere. It's like throughout the whole year. It's spread. It's like a whole tour in different cities and countries, yeah. right? Yeah. So all year. Carnival in Trinidad is the Mecca. So it begins yeah. there and then it just flows. There's Barbados after. There's Saint Vincent. There's mm-hmm. Grenada, Lucia. 
Right. Um, and all the islands it goes on. VIE, St. Kitts, everybody has their own thing. And then finally Brooklyn. <laughs> like, yeah, <they> it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> shout out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn is its own country still, you know. <laughs> Brooklyn has its own carnival. It's and then it stops in Toronto. Yeah, Caribana is a big thing. Uh, shout out to Dr. J. He basically... He's the, he's the OG over there. He runs things, you know. Yeah. As he's a good prince, but yeah, man, um, it's a lifestyle, B, and and a lot of money is generated through carnival. You know, mm-hmm. um, people live, eat, breathe carnival, and yeah. I I love it. I love it because it's is what we is in is in our DNA. Yeah. You know, so just being able to experience that in different cultures and in different ways in different countries mm-hmm. is a blessing still. So yeah, man. I wonder, you have like a lot of people all over, all over different countries come for carnival, or it's just for nah people yeah. from all types of places come to consume carnival in, in all countries, be mm-hmm. all countries. So it's it's an amazing thing, man. And if you could experience it, I would definitely invite you guys to do so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're all staying at Puffy's house. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Just let me know. What's 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 your favorite genre of music out, out there in Barbados? Is it dancehall? Is it soca? Like, what is your what is your go to? What's, what's my favorite genre, or yeah. what's the favorite genre of people here? <laughs> well, I know that I know that like soca is huge. You know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah. talk to like you know dancehall reggae DJs all the time, and they're like. You know, at their gigs, they're like, everyone's just waiting for me to play soca. Like, they're just waiting for the soca set. You uh, listen, know what I'm saying? Like, soca people, yeah, a soca crowd, yeah. Oh boy, very special <laughs> group of individuals, yeah. man. Like, mm-hmm. you, you will play dance hall for 10 minutes, and the soca people standing up looking at you like this. Wow, and this 10 minutes out of a four hour party, you know. <laughs> yeah, soca has a very uh, an amazing cult like following, man. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think, I think here is definitely soca heavy. Right. Uh, we 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 have a new wave of dance hall coming up right now. Really? That's not, that's not even Jamaican. Is is Barbadian and Trinidad? And this wave is serious, man. These 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 are like um, the budding superstars in 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 this own little in its own little world. Be is is crazy. Wow. So Bajan dance hall and Trinidadian dance hall is definitely. Uh, a, a budding thing that people should should get up on. What some of the what some of the songs are or standout songs or artists that are kind of leading this move this move this new movement. Uh, so one of the biggest songs would be um, a song named Chargy by LRG. Mm-hmm. Anywhere me step my Chargy gun step call my Chargy stepping with a brave heart. That's the edited version. <laughs> um, I don't know where the where the where, where this podcast going, so I don't want to sing the, the raw. But oh, you yeah, say if, whatever you want, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> if you could check, if you could check out LRG Chargy, that's definitely one of the big ones. Wow, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's that's the heavy one. I, I was talking with MoMA and like MoMA, I you know I'm, I'm sure you've heard of Everyday People, right? He has that yeah, really yeah, great yeah, yeah. party. That's the whole- yeah, yeah. Um, what do you call it? I, I would be over there and I, for the first time I saw him play, uh, pick it up, and it was like this. You know, I want to talk about these soca dances where pick up something. yeah, pick it up. <laughs> And I want every, you to pick up something. Yeah. So like Run every, with it. everyone just starts picking up something. Like someone some people were picking up the tables. Tables, chairs. The, chairs, bottles, drinks, boxes. Bottles, people. And they just like <laughs> they just have it over their head. They're just just picking yep. it up. And the song is like, pick yep. it up, pick up something, and then they just anything. Yeah. <laughs> this is like these yeah. wild, crazy dances. What is it? Like wet it up too? So that yeah, wet it up is a <laughs> is another one. So, so um Run With It is actually from Grenada. Grenada uh, the homie uh-huh. killer. Mr. Killer sing that one and, and Wet It Up is um Wet It Up is from where Vincey, St. Vincent. Mm. 
the guys are doing a great job at creating these things, man. Is 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 something that you have to. I, I was saying the other day on a, on a panel discussion with Audio Ma. These hit songs are songs that you it, you could yeah you could hear them, but what makes these songs hits are actually if you experience these songs. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. there's a story and there's an experience to all these songs. You know, so these songs hit different when you experience them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a culture to it, right? You have to be Correct. a part of that. You have to experience the culture for yourself. It's one thing yeah, to just, yeah, yeah. you know, hear the music, you know? It's like when yeah. I was there, I was like, holy. Obviously, if I heard that song, I would have been like, yo, that, that song's cool. And then when yeah, I saw yeah. the song at Everyday People, I'm like, holy shit. Like, this yep, is fucking yep. crazy, right? This is like different. nuts. It's and, different. And, and it's funny because I explain soccer to people and they don't get it. And especially here yeah. in Vegas. So I'm from New York. Uh, Nevis, oh, yeah. from, Nevis Ve- from New York. Vegas would, Vegas would never get nah, it. They, and, you <laughs> know, like, but that's that's one of the things in the States that, you know, obviously there's like in, in big cities like New York and Miami yeah. and maybe a little bit in L.A., but mm. like not, not really much. in L.A. Yeah, but yeah, because I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you what's the difference between soccer, dance hall, uh, mm. you know. Like I would not know. I just know what the mainstream songs were. Eventually, I found out what how to determine what's what. But mm. at first, and sometimes even now, like if I hear a song, I'm like, "Wait, that sounds more like reggae, Break dancehall, yeah, <laughs> reggaeton, whatever." But yeah. it's a it's a little yeah. It's, it, LA doesn't quite have the culture of the Caribbean, and it sucks. It really does because it's it's a it's a it's a genre of music that's great, but you don't get to experience it like that in LA. You know, you know. What I love about LA, there's a there's a there's a group of Belizeans hmm. and, and people from Belize that throw some amazing parties in where, LA. Where is this? Where? Where? Um, I can't even remember the venues. No, yeah. nothing. Be, just search for Elusive Sound. Be shout out to Kareem. If you could go to one of these parties, go hmm, wow. for real, for real. I mean, not now, but later. Like maybe. Yeah, yeah. later, later. Maybe, all right, all right. maybe yeah, next year. Generally speaking, yeah. Generally. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you do you encounter that sometimes? Like you know, coming into the states, going into different countries and cities where they have like literally no like education or knowledge of soca or like dancehall music or any Caribbean music at all. Yeah, I mean, there, there's always like a way to kind of feed them. You know, you you right. give them the 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 bendable songs. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the bendable ones, the ones that sound a little more, yeah, the tones yeah. kind of uh, close to something that they might know, and you know you just give them one or two, and then you give them something that they know, and then you give them another one during the night. But to play a full set, it would kind of it wouldn't be pleasing to certain audiences. Still, you still gotta be aware of who's in front of you and read the room. Still, yeah. So what? I definitely try to squeeze and stay close to my roots because that's what people want me to do. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, you can't. Who you playing for still? Yeah, yeah. Well, what is the, what do you what, in your opinion? What's the toughest city that you that you spun in that it was like, oh man, this is tough. Day, I'm getting no reaction to any Caribbean music. Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Listen to me. If you can play for a Bajan crowd, you can play anywhere in the world. If you could get Barbadian people to move. Mm-hmm. You can play anywhere. You understand? This Break is it. one of the hardest crowds that you will ever play for. <laughs> Break it down. What what are they? Music snobs? What are they like? Bro, it, it's just very analytical. Very sometimes they just they just want what they want, and if they don't get what they want at that time, they're just not fucking with you, man. It's just like <laughs> do you have to switch it up every like fifteen minutes, or how does it work? Uh, 
it depends on the vibe and depends on the party too. Mm. You know, it depends on the type of party. But it's just you you really have to read uh, read the room and these are people you you have to almost grab them and bring them into your zone. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not like, these are not people that going to walk through a gate and be like, yeah, we here to party. These are people that going to show up, go to the bar, buy a drink, stand up, look around, look at who there, look at, okay, well, yo, she think that dress that she got on don't look good. Uh, I don't like those shoes. Oh, maybe the music is good right now. Okay, cool. Nod head, nod head, nod head. Then maybe after having a couple of drinks, they're going to think about bopping. But these are people that you have to be like, you are here to enjoy yourself. Come dance right now. Like you have to interact with them and rope them in and give them that energy because is, is that what is that why you're so high energy when you DJ? Probably, Barbie. This wow. is a very serious training ground, man. <laughs> That's crazy. it is the best training a DJ can have. Wow. That's what do you have to play to get the crowd going? It, it depends, bro. It depends on the time. It depends on what's going on. The type of crowd. Sometimes uh, funny banter is 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 lovely. If you can interact with somebody, mm -hmm. I like to do that. You you in a white dress, then your face push up. Uh, I don't like that. You come on, shake a leg, give me a little wine. Hey, all right, cool. Look, her face was push up, and she was the stushiest person in the party. Why you all over here can't dance? Do so, yeah. And then you see people start because the energy then translates and it then moves from one um, membrane to the next. You know what I mean? So you kind of go. Let the energy be um what's the word? Um uh when contagious? Yeah, contagious, yeah. Got it. So you, you gotta start with one person and then kind of move if you're really trying to start that vibe, you know? Yeah. That's that's interesting. So you only get that in Barbados, you would say. Not any um, of the other islands. Most mostly Jamaica's a hard crow too, boy. Yeah. Yeah, Jamaica's serious. If if you're not if you're not on top of your game in Jamaica, a pure bacalan thing them are true at you. <laughs> That means you gotta get a beer at your fucking head, right? <laughs> you gotta buckle get a, on top of buckle. <laughs> you gotta get a you gotta get a beer bottle to the dome. Yo, <laughs> yo, duck, you duck. Is it because the music is so uh, because it's not commercialized? It's not crossover as much, right? Is it is it that you have to stay really on top of what the locals are kind of what the local scene is? I, I would definitely say it's a it's a plus if you're aware of what the local scene is, man. Mm. If especially if you're not from a specific country or island or territory, you know. And I think it goes generally across the board for DJing. Like, you know, if I if I come to LA and I play like some West Coast stuff, something that's that's popping over there, you know what I mean? Like people would be like oh wow he really did his homework and that's impressive you know to mm -hmm. to see a dj do their homework and be up on top of what's happening in we we, we call it the trenches like in the trenches you know mm -hmm. that's important so then what's the opposite what what's your what's like the most receptive city that you've dj'd in where you're like holy shit i never knew <laughs> that they would they would wild out like they're wilding out to like uh, there, there are a few man toronto's always a vibe B. Right. toronto always because you know toronto is one of the most diverse places that you can mm -hmm. play diverse cities you know in terms of the caribbean stuff and obviously north america so it's like to be able to fuse everything is is, is fantastic for me asia is popping bro like really you see our three style tours videos yeah. like we play anything out there and it goes people people vibe off of it man they just come out and have a good time so is I, I love playing in asia because people are just like Yo, we coming to see Puffy, we coming to party. So, boom, whatever I throw on is, is a vibe still. Once you give people that energy, they mess with it. I want to give you props because on your Red Bull 3 style, it was in Chile, and you yeah. infused a lot of the Spanish culture 
yeah. and the, the, those great songs into your set. So I want to give you props for that because you Thank adapted you. that very well. But that's 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 DJing, you know. As I said earlier, you, you do your homework and you keep your ear to the ground and 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 try to diversify and and, and give the people what they want. Uh, when you went on that Red Bull World Tour, right? What was that like? Yeah. 2016, 17, Seven. kind of? 17? Yeah. Like, was that somewhat life changing for you? Did it make you kind of like, you know, kind of, uh, you know, rethink your sets or how, what kind of music you want to play? I feel like whenever any of these DJs who, the world champs who win the Red Bull 3 style, whenever they go on this tour, they come back like, holy shit, I don't want to play what I was playing before. Like, I, I want to, I want to play all this other shit that I was able to like absorb on that tour, I, you know? I will say, um, just not even winning, just being in the competition itself. Mm-hmm. You know, just being exposed to, to that environment alone yeah. is life-changing me. Because here you, you're amongst all the GOATs, the right. GOATs of their respective countries, and then the GOATs of all time in this industry that we work in, you know? So that in itself, that energy alone, and that knowledge, and that information, and that zone, that vibe, that in itself is life-changing, you know? So it, it starts there. And then to go on the tour now, you're being involved or you're being exposed to all these different cultures and you're learning the, the hot songs from these places and you're a little more confident in yourself because people are coming out to see you and you, you're you then, your mind is like, okay, I want to take more risks, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, like you, you now have a platform to be who you are and to re- represent who you are and how you do things 100% and, and accurately and, and most like authentically, you know, it's authentically even a word. I don't sure. Yeah. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you could be your hundred percent self, your authentic self, you know? And I think that that is something that all the champs go through. They're like, yo, I want to do this and I, I'm not afraid to do this. Mm-hmm. This is who I am and boom. And I embracing this and being on the tour definitely gives you that fuel and that energy to be able to come back and be like, all right, well, this is what I learned. This is who I am now. Like, I'm, I've transformed into this. I've yeah. evolved into Blastoise now. So, <laughs> you know. So, are, yeah. Blastoise. Are you, <laughs> Charizard. Do you, do you find it kind of conflicting when you come back home to Barbados and it's like you're not allowed to take some of these risks or are you allowed to take some of these risks? Genre-wise? Uh, I, I think everything is is about reading the room and, and, and there are certain places where yeah, you could you could throw five ounces of seasoning in the pot and it worked. Yeah. And there's certain places that you could you, you could only do a teaspoon, mm-hmm. you know? So you just gotta know how much you can give and take. Yeah, yeah. So you know, when I come back home, I know, okay, cool. Well, these people ain't really trying to hear a bunch of experimental <laughs> shit. Like, so let me keep it at bare minimum, but still stay close to my identity and stay true to myself and give them what they want, but in my own flavor. You know, is there like an industry night in Barbados where all the locals come out? Because I, th- I was talking. <laughs> that's every night. <laughs> that's every night. Is it? I was gonna say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Barbados see- is so small, bro. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, like there are certain places like tonight, like Friday night. People, most people, or most of the who's who's will go to go on the West Coast. You know, so the the West Coast is a Friday night thing. Last night we were on the South. There were a ton of people on the South Coast. My mind was blown. I could not even believe it. Wow. We went out. Me and my boy, we went out for food. And we ended up getting home at 5 a.m. Wow. Like, that's how sick it was. Like, everybody was outside last night. But So you guys are yeah. kind of, you know, back to normal outside of the tourism, right? You, Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and then, which is very different from us because you guys did the smart thing and you guys pretty much shut down all the airports. Yeah. You shut down Very the airports. Right. So there's no yeah. incoming. 
too, yeah. And outgoing, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. staying in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's really dope, man. Barbados has about a quarter million of the population, right? Uh, Puffy, it's not a big population. Like Three hundred thousand people. Yeah, so it's kind of easier to to contain opposed to the U.S. Three hundred million. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, man, the, the nights here are pretty pretty jiggy, man. Everybody knows everybody. It's a vibe, like it's pretty. They're chill, chill nights, and then they're wild, wild nights. And there's mm-hmm. a spot for everything, you know. You want a lot of dance hall, you go to a particular place. You want you want hear hip hop and more bougie vibes you can go to a particular place if you want to hear soca you, you know there's a particular place for that so what's what's popping out there right now like the new pop smoke and shit bro i've been playing pop smoke's album on <laughs> loop but yeah new pop smoke is definitely everybody want to fuck with the woo <laughs> so the hip-hop scene out there is kind of big right in barbados um there are definitely people who are up on their shit man like mm-hmm definitely up on it and people like myself and there are other djs um just people from our our radio station too like we really try to pump people with our new stuff as well that's we take pride in doing that so yeah man is, is, up on is the small population in in barbados does that stem does that kind of stem because everyone knows each other it's such a small community that no one turns up as much as they would at local parties sometimes like it takes a little bit more because everyone's seeing the same people i, I think that is definitely a thing yeah. because I, I will definitely say when these same people that are a little stush and bougie in these parties at home fly and go overseas, yeah. you, would never think, you would not think that is the same person because yeah, yeah. they're wild wilding. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I always saw when uh, like New Yorkers or L.A. or I mean, not Miami, but definitely New York and L.A. motherfuckers would come to Vegas. I'd yeah. see like a totally different person in Vegas. Yeah, because they'd yeah. be super bougie in their city. They're like, I'm not going to show out in front of people I know. But when, as yeah, soon as they get into yeah. another city that they don't know anybody, they're like, Wildin'. They're going for broke. Yeah, yeah. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Never, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree with that. Hey, yo, so I, I'm really a fan of, uh, you know, and I don't say this often because I, a lot of DJs who put their routines on Instagram, like, you know, it can be questionable sometimes and whatnot, but. Uh, you know, like I'm really a fan of a, of your Instagram routines, your DJ routines. Thanks, like, man. Are Thanks. you are you just constantly coming up with ideas? Do you bro, do, like, do you set up a schedule for yourself where you're like, I gotta post at least one video a week? You know what I mean? Uh, I kind of just ride with the vibe. Be yeah. like, there there's sometimes that if I don't do something for a very long time, I would say, yo, I need to put some energy into that type of zone. Cause like you don't want you don't want to lose that you don't want you you don't want the sword to be dull you know so it's like yeah there's certain times where you play a bunch of parties and then it's like damn like my whole creative juices are depleted because you're not thinking like that you know and, and three style is also a very uh, serious mentality is is like a zone that you go again to so. You know, sometimes you can't always apply um, those methods to a party party DJ set, especially a Caribbean one. Um, but I I try to I try to stay up on it. But sometimes it just comes, man. Like a lot of this stuff, it, it just comes, be, and it comes in parts. So I would have like, oh, a cool idea. I would take a little routine and put it down, and then I would come up with another one in a week after and put it down, and then I would fuse all of them into like one video. Mm, you know? Wow. I was looking at your influences, right? Your musical yeah. influences, it's yeah. so varied. Uh, when you were speaking about the DJs, it was like Funkmaster Flex, Jazzy yeah. Jeff, Scratch, and then like Tiesto, Skrillex, yeah. Calvin Harris, Diplo, Swedish House Mafia, Swedish House Mafia, Scratch Bastard. You know, shout to Scratch Bastard. Bastard. It's, it's such a it's such a wide variety of genres. Like, 
what yeah, do you man. call it? It's all it's the EDM to hip hop. Were there any like dancehall DJs or Caribbean oh, yeah. local DJs? That, yeah, every everybody from my home, uh, Scratch Master, mm-hmm. uh, he basically like mentored me as well. Um, Fuzz, John Doe, Bubbles, these are all local guys. Um, then Jamaica, there's Chromatic Sound, there's Renaissance, you know, there's Stone Love, there's um, all these big sounds from from Jamaica as well. Um, Tony Mataran. Um, uh, Mighty Crown, you guys know Mighty Crown, no, Japan. No. No. Mighty Crown, no yeah, Japanese sound. Really? If, if you don't, yeah. If you don't know about Mighty Crown, type in Mighty Crown on YouTube and, and educate yourself for sure. Um, Black Chinese, big big sound. Shout out to Walshi too. Walshi, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, man, I, the influences come from everywhere, B. But it's, it's I've I've never seen like in, from the you know being in New York, I've never seen dancehall DJ scratch at all. You're actually. Probably maybe one of the first. Are there more out? Is that man, definitely really? There, there, there are a few dancehall DJs that could scratch, man. I, I feel like there, there are a lot of guys that were kind of underground that were really in, into um into the the craft and turntablism. There was um, mm. Heineken used to do a, a, a DJ competition called Green Synergy, and that was in the Caribbean, and a lot of turntablists came out of there. It used to be uh, Scratch Master was in. Um, Simply Smooth was a turntablist from there too. Wow. Um, Mixmaster Polly from St. Kitts. Is it St. Kitts Polly from Boy? So, something like that. Um, uh, DJ Outcast from St. Martin. Wow. Um, yeah, these these guys for uh, guys from the islands were definitely heavy into this thing, man. And uh, I, I sorry that this thing didn't get more shine. Yeah, it's it's because yeah. dancehall. I would say I really kind of learned a. I really kind of studied the craft of like quick mixing and mic work from dancehall DJs. Yeah. Because it was right. just, it was constantly running through rhythms, mm-hmm. working on the mic, you know, skipping, yep. even using the mic to skip through uh, BPMs, just going all over the place. <laughs> like yeah. so fast, so fast. I'm not a big fan of BPM jumps, yeah. but you know. <laughs> they just do it. Like they'll just, they'll, it works sometimes. Yeah. It works. It really, really works. And you the know, right argument and the right song could turn a whole party upside down. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Like I, I've seen DJs just like uh dancehall DJs just kind of run through a dancehall set, say like a couple words and drop poison out of nowhere, you know, Belle yeah. de DeVoe and just take it to another level. Turn up. Then switch it up again and then, you know, go into like some trap music real quick, some turn up oh. and then go back to dancehall, go to soca, just in a span of like 10 minutes, just jumping all around. It's really minutes hard. Is, is overdue, but. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it, yo. And I was like, damn, that shit works. That motherfuckers yeah. did that shit. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, time, time and place for everything, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're doing all of these like crossover, you, you have so much like influences, you have EDM, you have uh, hip hop, you have dancehall, you have soca, and all of this. Is is there anything that you want to like kind of centralize and focus on? Because we we heard I I was listening to your EP, uh, you know, Dreaming Color, which Dreaming you Color, dropped this yeah. year, which is which was dope, man. It was really great. It was like kind of like uh, a bunch of instrumental tracks, light yeah, on vocals, yeah. and it was kind of like you heard that kind of fusion everywhere. I would hear some steel pans here and there, you know. Like, I, I I basically threw all of my influences into that EPV. Yeah. I feel like that 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 was my most authentic creative expression to date. Like mm-hmm. just throwing everything that I've heard on tour and everything that I listen to into my own creation. Like that to have that freedom. First of all, to have that time and to have that freedom yeah. is a blessing. So yeah, like to be able to share that with everybody was like 
it, it was a big thing for me. Did you find that time during the, the quarantine or was this? Absolutely. You all did. those shots wow. were made in like a week. Wow. I made all those songs in a week. Yeah, Aurora was my favorite. Like, I love the way that sounds, man. That's straight Nigeria, straight African vibes, B. Straight Afro. Wow, so you did that all in one week? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And yeah, then, yeah. do you want to go into production more? I'm definitely into it right now, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm into it. Um, I put out two records with a Grenadian artist, really talented, amazing guy called Vaughn. Um, so we did a, a song called Quarantina F. Um, and then we put out another record called Waste Man, a dance hall song. Um, we actually have an album coming because we got like 20 songs together right now. Oh, wow. It's Damn. just Vaughn sending me vocals that he recorded. And I just producing the beat in a day and sending him back. Or me having a beat that I did at home and sending it to Vaughn. And Vaughn would send me back a song the next day. Like So the album is definitely coming. And I'm definitely into the production zone very heavily right now have you always so, been in production or kind of yeah like, pro- like we used to do like remixes i used to do a lot of remixes and mm-hmm. just like being influenced by the dance hall culture as well and and, and soca like we're pretty we're, we're very into creating our own edits you yeah, know yeah. as well just like how djs and hip-hop do you know we, we were into throwing like dance hall um acapellas over hip-hop beats and vice versa so it, it was always a thing for for me to kind of get creative and dabble into the production a little bit but now actually being able to make my own songs from scratch right that, that is the zone that we're in and and the dj producer route <laughs> is, where, is where we're going not the typical piano hands but you yeah. know yeah. more more songs songs <laughs> But that's great because typically you wouldn't have that time to do that shit because you'd be on tour, exactly. you'd be in DJing exactly. gigs off and on, right? Yeah. That's so it, it, it was an underlying gift, man. It was a blessing in disguise. Is is that is that a focus? Is there a focus though that you want to kind of go to or like you know musically? Do you? Sometimes I get frustrated. Honestly, like the one thing I've been frustrated now is like people approach me for live stream sets, mm-hmm. and I don't know what direction to go with live stream sets. Because there's so many things I want to play, but I can't centralize, you know, where I want to go. Yeah. Do you, do you um, encounter that at all? Especially when you're doing production, like you have so many influences, like, ah, like, where, you know, which way do I go? Yeah. So like, it depends on like the, the artist and the song, you know, mm-hmm. like, no, I've just been making whatever I want. So like I made some hip hop stuff. There's an R&B track that I have coming out. Um, there's a lot of dancehall. There's a lot of um, like UK influence hip hop too. Um, there's some reggaeton stuff uh, down in there. Um, so you're just, like, you're just throwing it out. You're just like, let me just get Afro it out. Beat, yeah. Like, yeah. Got Afrobeat record with Vaughn as well on the album. Like, I just doing what I feel like doing, B. And I feel like that that freedom is priceless, dog. Like, make what you want. <laughs> how does a how does the Latin music like? Does there a scene out there in Barbados by any chance, like for the reggaeton, or no? You just no, mix it all with really. it. Not really, but if it's a big song, like you could definitely throw it in the mix and people will vibe with it still. But you wouldn't find like a ten minute uh, reggaeton set in a party here. Wow, you will play you will play a mi gente and an an X and come out quick play a dancehall record. <laughs> That's so like it's so frustrating sometimes though, right? Sometimes like when you go to certain cities or countries, like 
I feel like if I go to like outside, like in certain cities and countries in, in the States here, even like I have to play the same dance hall songs, you know, like Murder, She Wrote, you know, Kevin Little, Turn Me On. And I can't I can't really delve outside of that sometimes more than that. <laughs> yeah. Like I just like I, I just wonder, like, you know, like, do you do you, do you feel pigeonholed sometimes with the with the with the amount of like the lack of education that some of these the people in the states and, and countries have yeah kind of but it's um like if it's one thing that scratch uh told me um scratch master is like it's not what you do but it's how you do it mm-hmm. you know so even if you try if you want to educate them there's two for y'all one for me yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you give them two that they know and just play one for yourself and i bet you somebody in the party can shazam that shit you know what i mean and the, you, the record not all long a minute a minute and a half you know, and then you dive back into something that they meant, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I like that. Yeah, too. Yeah, just give and take, man. Work, work with the people then. I don't get frustrated a lot, though. Really? You don't? Nah. Oh, man. I get frustrated all the time. <laughs> all the time. A lot of them, like, but, I mean, out there, like, a lot of them industry parties be kind of weird, too, though. You know, like, people just come out to hear the favorite song. And, yeah, and show out for the gram and... And shaky vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I know a lot of DJs hate that shit. Yeah, we all do, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone dropping off. So I I love Soka from all, all the, the Soka music that I that I you know, the little bit of Soka music that I know from like Trinidad, Palance, you know, like all of those those go to records, you know. Well, there's some people that if you play Palance, they'll be vexed, vexed at you. Yeah, yeah. Just, They'd be like, Why are you playing this? This is played out kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like that's what i'm saying like i i don't know much so I, I was i wanted to kind of go through i wanted to talk about the traveling soca parties that i've heard about okay cool. what, what is this can you break it down i need we need like a soca lesson from you because i was looking it up and there's like so many versions of soca you mm-hmm. know there's like the kind of like the really high energy kind of double time it's almost like it's almost like caribbean uh drum and bass you know what well, i mean 160 bpm yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then so that and then there's like the groovy soca that's yeah. like Kevin yeah. Little, Turn Me On, Rupee, Tempted to yeah. Touch kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to, but I want to know more about these like traveling soca parties. So okay, so there's groovy soca. Yeah, there's bashment soca. Bashment, mm-hmm. which bashment is like raga soca, right? They also call yeah, it. Yeah, it's more like is is dance hall infused soca. Mm-hmm. You know, so like they would take like dance hall rhythm and like flip it into a soca beat. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's Denary segment, which is from um, Saint Lucia. There's also um, a, a style of music that's from um, like Dominica, um, right? Bouillon, Bouillon, yeah, yeah, Bouillon. So uh, jump up soca, right? Is that what they call it? Yeah, jump yeah. up is Antigua as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like Afro soca, right? Afro. Yeah, there's there's Afro, and then there's obviously the Power Soca and the Fast stuff. Power Soca, yeah, that's what they call it. I didn't realize there were like so many different types of Soca, yeah. Soca yeah. genres. Yeah, a lot of genres in Soca be. I just wow. I just did research my little Wikipedia research, so like that's the only reason why I know some of this shit. But yeah, it was yeah. breaking it down. There's like Chutney Soca, which is actually Chutney. the OG Soca, right from. Indian vibes. There's Calypso. Yeah, it's Calypso. Well, yeah, everything mm-hmm. kind of stems from I think Calypso, and then yeah. like um, steel band soca, I guess, which is a lot of steel pans yeah. on it yeah. that became its own. And then there's Parang soca, which is like more of parang, like parang. 
Parang, yeah. Yeah. There's like Parang Soka, which is like like Venezuelan influence, right? It's like Latin. Yeah, it's, there's like, it's in English and Spanish. It's kind of amazing that, you know, that there's so many categories to this one genre. It's great. Um, uh, Belize has their own thing, too. Um, what's it called, man? Somebody help me with that. Belize. Um, Let me look it up. The wrong people. <laughs> Soka, too. Let me Google that. Um, Punta. 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 Yeah. Punta music. Actually, that's more punta music. It's like it's more it's like, Salvadorian for yeah, for some odd reason. Guatemala, that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very like up tempo, one forty. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the, is it like borderline merengue kind of a little bit nah it's very uh, fast paced bro it's very fast. very extremely uh fast paced and you yeah. have to kind of dance on your toes the whole time that's what's called punta punta is the toe is the tip of your toe mm. so there's there's afro punta there's a whole yeah like there's so wow. many stars of this thing be the song the, the most famous punta song is that one two three da, 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 that one that's the one that and every quinceanera you play it and it goes the fuck off Who's that yeah. by? Who's that by? I, I don't even know. I don't <laughs> even know to tell you the truth. It's just it's like we just know like just play one, two, three, and then everybody would know exactly what song that is. Yeah. yeah. I love it, man. So wait, wait. So breakdown, we had like a little soca, we had soca one on one just now. What what is like these soca these traveling soca parties? Because Momo be telling me all about this. Man, they're, they're so they're, one of the biggest parties is actually put on by a really good friend of mine. Um, his name is Private Ryan. It's called Soca Brainwash. And there's like 10,000 people in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Like, re- this is like a festival. And like, he does it in Trinidad. He does it here in Barbados. He does it um, in New York and Toronto. Is is amazing. Another one um, wow. is Soca Dai by another friend of mine, uh, Dr. J, the Soca Prince fantastic amazing party um and then yeah they, they just go they just they, they go off these guys decide yo they, they have a movement they have a following and um people want to consume this amazing product in different territories and every territory that it's in it's a different vibe because it's obviously influenced by that territory you know and I, i'm also getting into that as well throwing my party uh, hyped in different countries as well and giving it nice. you know, its own identity. So, yeah, man, we, we do our thing in, 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 in that little arena and people are, are really into consuming these products and these events in all these different countries. So it's a, it's a fantastic thing, B. It's a fantastic thing. And crows range from 1,000 people to 10,000, as I said, depending on the city. That's great. They don't have it in, the, in Las Vegas, right? <laughs> no, nah, there's no scene here. There's nothing here. Las Vegas is Las Vegas is Las Vegas is probably the last market for that shit. Like honestly, yeah, yeah, last. There's there's some there's a you know there's some uh, there's some dance hall soca DJs in Vegas, but it's such a small community. But do you do you ever think that soca is gonna ever cross over into like the the huge the big mainstream market because like. Or is that, or it doesn't even matter at this point because it already has uh, its core following, right? It definitely does, and, and that's definitely true. Like we definitely have the core following. Yeah. Um and the crossover is such a touchy word, man. We we had this um discussion last week too. Yeah. Um just cr- the word crossover. But I think um Yeah, break it down. What what, what? I think I think the, the gateway is just collaboration, man. Yeah. Just through through collaboration, we could definitely play the numbers game a bit more, mm-hmm. you know, as in grow grow our numbers and grow the consumption of of these genres. So it's just we got we got aim to collaborate a bit more with people outside of our circles and 
roping, you know, roping a Latin guy. A soca song with Nicky Jam would be nice, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, Marshall's already been doing it, collaborating with Ashanti and all these people, Pitbull, all these people inviting all these people to his show in Trinidad and Marshall Monday, and, and mm-hmm. really trying to bridge the gap between the world outside there and and soca music. So it's definitely something, but. Collaboration is the way, and I think more artists need to do that. Do you think uh, Rihanna's going to do that in her next album, since it's very Caribbean kind of based album? Or uh, um, yeah, well, without saying too much, I definitely think that she's gonna she's gonna step um, closer to the roots, you know, and she's gonna give us a bit more vibes on on, on the album in terms of um, dancehall, reggae, Caribbean influences. For sure. So you can look out for that. You seem like you heard so you have you heard anything? I yet? know. It's no, like right? you heard the listening <laughs> session. I'm saying what's not, up, what you heard. Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Tell us what Robin is doing. A little bit. <laughs> Give us a taste. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't so, know. So wait, break down. You you were I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it just like you guys fam. Yeah. Like I think I think this is definitely everybody's been waiting on this album for years, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, I know she's been. Whenever it comes, whenever it comes, if it comes, who knows? I know she's still recording. There's like 200 plus songs that that are out there. That you 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 might know more than me. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's like 200 plus songs, and they're just like just kind of going through it. They're just going through all of them, man. She has man. a lot of songs though. She's she's a, she's she's a legend in her own right. Be yeah. Like, you know, so who who knows? Who knows? The world is looking forward to this. And when she drops, the yeah. world's going to stop for sure. Hey, so I, let's go back a little bit. Break down. You felt really uncomfortable about the crossover word. Can you can you break that down a little bit? Um, it, it's, it's just an ongoing topic with people from 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 this genre or, or this region, mm-hmm. you know. Like people always like, yo, I, w- I want to make a song that sounds like it will cross over. But what what's the crossover sound like? You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Look, all all the records that were accepted, like look at Sean, all the Sean Paul stuff. Right? Did he try to make a crossover song? No, it was just a good song. You know. So, so why, why do we have to sit down and be like, yo, I want to make something that sounds like a crossover? And, and and lose our authenticity and lose our identity. Right. When people want to experience what we stand for and everything that we do, mm-hmm. like for real, for real, you know, it's just I guess it's just the packaging. I, I don't I don't know. Or, or sometimes it just doesn't reach there. Is the, is the reach, you know? But it doesn't mean that people want to hear something that sounds mainstream, you know. Mm-hmm. When get when get busy bus when when Diwali rhythm bus it didn't sound mainstream. It was just Diwali. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when when buy out bus, it was just buy out. You know, when when buzz rhythm, uh, give me the light bus. That's that's dance hall. All these are all when, legendary rhythms, by the way. Yeah, when, when showtime, when showtime rhythm bus, yeah, we're having a bashment party. See me when we have a girl. When shaggy bus, <laughs> it was shaggy, and it was that's reggae and dance hall. You know what I mean? When murder she wrote bus. What's that? That's dance hall. Yeah, the bam so, bam rhythm. Yep. Yeah, when, when bam bam bus, it was. And it took like that's uh, authentic. Oh, that's authentic dance hall, B. So why 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 are we trying to make something that sounds like something that's on the radio in North America? But Shaggy, Just, but Shaggy definitely tried to hit that crossover market. I mean, he had like Boombastic, uh, let's get it on remix kind of thing. 
kind of yeah. like making it yeah. more palatable for kind of white America yeah. or like you know crossover. I, I think Angel. Um, yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Angel. Yeah, my child. Yeah. If anyone's, if anyone's, a, yeah, if anyone's the king or the legend of crossover dancehall, it's probably Shaggy. If yeah, for intentionally making that, yeah. Do you think yeah. he did it more to for people to digest it easily and yeah. understand it, or you think he did it for crossover purposes? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's all about the packaging, still, right? So it's like, who who knows what they were thinking when they made that song? You know, who knows? But again, it's in the packaging. Like sometimes a song will not necessarily have a passport or wings because of the reach, because of it's not on Spotify, it's not on iTunes, it doesn't have a music video, mm-hmm. it, like. Look, look at these things we need to we need to kind of look at this zone and and dabble into 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 getting our music out there a, l- a little more yeah you know mm-hmm. go to apple music go to spotify and say yo listen these this dance hall playlist ain't cutting it why are we seeing afrobeat records in our on in our dance hall playlist what going on you know or or, or i mean dj city is doing a good job of having a lot of the core records no but even even dj city having a a, a Having people that could curate, having curators that could look at, at, at what's going on and, and ears to the ground. People like myself that could say, yo, this is the hot song. No, we got a big movement um, coming out of Barbados in terms of dance hall. These are three big songs that, that DJs should be playing. Yep. If you try to come here and, 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 and make a mark on this market, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think the authenticity or the, or the people involved um need to be a bit closer to home as well. I mean, yeah. let's, spread, let's spread the vibes a little more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we could definitely talk to Reach. DJ City about getting you on to curate some of that. For Oh, I, I'm, I'm game. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's I'll definitely... I'll, I, got more, <laughs> I got more time now. I got more time now. So yeah, yeah. Let's I think that'll it. be awesome, man. If they could uh, start pushing that a little bit more, that'll be great. I, Surely. I, I had a conversation one time and they were talking about... Call Styles. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Call Styles. Yeah, yeah. Get Styles on the phone. Yeah. It's Styles on the phone. Definitely, man. He he just emailed me, so I'm gonna hit him back, man. I had a conversation once with a, with a you know I think it was Silent Addy, right? He was saying that yeah. you know dancehall artists. I watched that one. I watched that one. Yeah, you saw yeah. that one, yeah? Like he, they just don't have an interest to really cross over. But you're telling me a, a little bit different, right? That some of them do want to cross over. Some of them do dancehall and soca, but some of them also don't. You know, I mean, Addy Addy works with a lot of these guys um, closer than I do. Mm-hmm. You know. So he he would know he would know exactly what they're thinking. But I think there are a lot of guys, especially in the soca world, that would love to be accepted um, in other markets as well. Yeah, yeah. Is there also a thing? I had a conversation once where they were saying a lot of like the light skinned uh, dancehall artists or a lot of the light skinned artists from the Caribbean tend to blow up more, you know, and and is that maybe um, more accepting for a crossover audience to see that kind of artist, you know, visually? Or do you think it doesn't really fucking matter at all? Um, Because we've also seen, like, Vibes Cartel, right? Kind of yeah. go through, like, a skin bleaching and all of this stuff. So yeah, well, I mean, that's that's a, that's a social thing, especially, like, um, Jamaica. Jamaica definitely had um, a little a culture in, ter- in terms of, their their mentality and society generally and mm-hmm. people just embracing more light skinned people, et cetera. But it again it's all about the packaging still. You know what I mean? Right. If you if you go on there, there's two sets of water. Yeah, it's water, but if the label look nice, you're more liable to or, or <laughs> you will more pick up the one that look nice than right. a pop down bottle, right? You know, so <laughs> it's it's marketing still, man. It's marketing. Mm-hmm. Is it great that like legends like Buju Bantan are still like releasing an album now? 
Yo, listen, big up to Buju, man. Yeah. One time, like, that's the homie. Shout to the whole team still. Like, it's amazing as a legend. And, and just as a kid, I grew up watching Buju on this TV, mm-hmm. you know? And now for him to be able to come back in 10 years and put out another piece of, uh, another body of work with yeah. all these collaborations as well is, is something legendary, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's massive. It's massive. And to be able to witness that and be a part of that too is, is serious. Shout out to Buju, man. I mean, I think my first dance hall record that I bought, the first vinyl that I bought was was Buju Bantan uh, Bogle <laughs> in like yeah. 30 years ago. Jeez, <laughs> like, on, dog. I, I, bought, I bought doubles of it too because I wanted to double up because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the beginning is so it's so hard when he comes in. New style. Yeah, style, yeah, style yeah. And, like, and I was like, oh man, I want to <laughs> double up on this joint. And I, nah. I just think 30 years later, you know, I, I don't think like a lot of... Uh, a lot of maybe the newer generation know about him, but I mean, to me, seeing him 30 years later uh, come Buju out is... is Buju is a legend. Um, yeah. When he stepped foot on stage, it was it was crazy just to be able to witness that too. Like, here is it. Like, I got I got goosebumps even talking about it right now. Mm. You know, like just watching people from all generations because these are people that their parents would have told them or they would have grown up listening to mm-hmm. Buju. Yeah. And now it's like, Yo, they're being granted the opportunity to to witness this live, man. So, did you like his new album? Love it. Yeah, love it. I thought it was love really it. good too. Yes, yeah. man. The, the tones, Dave Kelly killed our bless. Mm-hmm. I love that song, man. The, the tones, just the, the sound of it is 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 something fantastic, man. Shout to shout, uh, shout to our fam too, Ross One and and Pace Rock who produced uh, Cheating. They produced yes, that record. Yes. That was a Big good up. record too. Yeah, man. And and then so. You're still on the radio, right? Are you? Yeah, I went back to radio since I'm at home. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just, oh, wow. it's, it's only right. It's only right I go back home to, to the station. I mean, I, I dedicated six years uh, of my career to, to radio here in Barbados. I know if I was in school and, and on the radio in high wow. school, you know, so I would leave school in the afternoon and go to go to the radio station and do homework there and then go on air for nine o'clock, finish at 12. That's crazy. Stay. Stay till 2 a.m. to do homework, to study, go home, and then go to school the next morning wow. for 8.30. So, it's dedication. You know, it's definitely uh-huh. dedication, man. Dedication, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So, wait, you it's left the radio. Uh, I want to shout the radio. Slam uh, 101 FM, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so you left them in t- around 2017 when you went on tour with Red Bull, 16. right? I, I, 16. I left. My, my last shift was August 31st. 2016. Wow. You yeah. remember that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So last time he clocked in. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I, I have a question. Uh, here in the States, radio, hip hop radio or any kind of radio now isn't as big as it once was in the 90s. How big is it for an artist from uh, Barbados or anybody to have a track on the radio? Are you guys are you guys still respected? Like the radio still the number one like mm. source of music to be put out or is it I, more like the I, States? I would agree that it's not the number one source of music right now, mm-hmm. but it still definitely plays a big role in influence. You know what I mean? Because there are people who don't have access to streaming stuff or, or who only have YouTube when to go home and, you know. They might be at work, people like you at the gas station working, they got the radio on. You in the office or you go into a mall, sometimes they got the radio on. You know what I mean? Um, you walk in town in, in, in the city, vendors and thing, they got the radio on. You know what I mean? So it's it's still I would say it it still definitely plays a role, but I would agree that it's not as big as it once was. Got it. So 
when you went back to radio, when did you just go back this year? It was what, like four four weeks ago. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> four, it, was, it was like I can do it again. Did they approach? Yeah, did they approach you? You're like, fuck it, let me go back. I, I want to stay busy. Uh, it was just a vibe, man. Like me, me and my boss from radio. Like we always keep in contact. We got a group chat together. We talk shit every day. So it's just like, it's like you know what? Let me come back home and bless up the place. Still nice. <laughs> and then, we, and then it, it just started as a like a little idea. Uh huh. And then, and then now like we got big sponsors like the 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 rum of Barbados Mount Gay. Yeah. Uh, Remy Martin, they they're on board now. They sponsor my shift on a Saturday, and it's, it's a big deal, you know. Nice, nice. Yeah. So wait, what what days are you on over there? Right now, I only do Saturdays. Saturdays. So Saturday mornings, nine a.m. to twelve, and that's Eastern time. That's great because you would have never been able to do that if you if everything was back to normal, right? Exactly, exactly. I would have been flying. How how is it now? How is it approaching the radio? Does it feel different? Like, are you able to do something? You know what I mean? As opposed I, to like I, four years ago. I feel like I got a little more freedom now. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, yeah, he won Red Bull. Play whatever you want. Uh, hey, all around the world. <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I got a little. I got a little more freedom now. I got I got, I got some clout. That's good. <laughs> so, so they're not on your ass like they were. You could be. You basically can play whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I could say, yo, I got fifteen. Uh, I got I got I break up fifteen pass yo I planned out half pass yo don't call me don't tell me nothing <laughs> <laughs> I played thirty minutes of commercial free music right now because I ain't trying to play no ads right now wow that's dope, I don't feel though. like playing ads so let me go vibes today wait so yeah. so that's dope like uh, like so you get to approach the show every Saturday however you want pretty much yeah absolutely so how much I, how much how much are you able to go off the you know off the you know off the spectrum of like how how much can you just freestyle and just go off? All three hours, bro. Really? <laughs> Damn. All three hours. I I show up and I close my eyes and I'm like, how are we feeling today? All right, cool. We let me start with some reggae and build it from there. Yo, like last Saturday, I played '90s and early 2000s R&B. Wow. Like bear Cisco and thing at Saturday morning raid. You would never unleash the dragon on Saturday morning. Like you would never hear that. That's crazy. York. You would never hear that in New York, but the text box was flying, and people are like, "Oh, yo, I hear this shit! Oh my god, what the hell?" That's this is what we need. We, like, this is what That's you dope. need. Let's break right. the monotony and kick against the norm, dog. Nice. It's straight vibes. That's all it is. You do you do you go IG live when you do those all uh, the time? Yeah, yeah, That's all dope. the time. Okay, it's, great. It's really interesting to like be able to show people behind the scenes too, because a lot of the time. They were only able to hear. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now everybody's like, no, you can see. You yeah. can see exactly what I'm doing. Um, MCing and DJing on your radio at the same time is one of the hardest things that you could ever <laughs> decide to do in life. <laughs> Zero out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> like it is, it is definitely very difficult. But they see how hectic it gets. You know, and um, have, his, you, have, his, have you tried live streaming yet or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Are yeah. you are you I'm into not, it? That shit is difficult as fuck, man. I haven't really done the, the Twitch vibes um, yeah, yeah. a lot, but I did do the IG lays. Um, shout out to Jeff. Jeff had his block party online too. Um, mm-hmm. the, the break the monotony, and we did that. Jazzy and Jeff, then, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, and then there were a couple of local promoters who put together some online parties here on Instagram too. Um, that did pretty well. Um, guys from Jamaica too. Um, parties from Jamaica too that they they threw like online parties. I did a Zoom party like a couple of weeks ago for uh, some friends in Germany too. How was that? That was lit, bro. We had a big, 
uh, one liter bottle of rum and we almost finished that whole thing. <laughs> me and my friends in this same room. It was off the rocker, me. It was madness. Do you have any interest in doing Twitch at all or not really? Um, First of all, I need to clean up this room. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I say something? Can I say something? I love your I love your Instagram videos, but I always am like, yo, I wish I could just go to his crib and clean up the shit, clean okay, up some I, of the I, shit. I was telling y'all like, yo, I three seventy five percent of this room is mine. The other twenty five percent belongs to my father. All right, <laughs> anything that look messy is my dad's. Is that the desk in the back with like the in the back? Yeah. yeah, I tried to put a flag over it so that you. <laughs> All his guitar papers and things, but like he has like a lot of storage stuff in here, man. And and to all the people that throw shade and bad mind my room, the last time I tried to clean this room, I threw away the deed to the house. What? And my dad, my dad cussed and he had to go in the garbage to dig up for it to find it again. So it is not my fault that the room is dirty. But there are very important things in here that belong to my father that I will I refuse to touch again. All right. So don't bad mind my room, man. Just watch the routine and enjoy the the the, the crap and stop preying me, man. It's fucking hilarious, man. So, yeah, you also you also got to get a lock because your mom be coming into the room half of the that's time. Just, your routine. That's, all, that's vibes, dog. You don't know. <laughs> His mom be walking in, um, and she's that's, just like, "That's a that's an authentic representation of Caribbean culture." Be Caribbean parents don't care what you're doing when they want what they want. They're coming for it. You understand? And when you got to go eat, you got to go eat. They'll come looking for you. Yo, that, your food your food on the table, eh? Is that why she's <laughs> coming in to let you know that the food's ready? Oh, who knows? It could be anything, though. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I love Puffy, it. The, does your mom call you Puffy or she calls you by your real name? Andre, yeah. Andre. Okay. She yeah. keeps him humble. <laughs> you don't call me no Puffy, nothing, B. <laughs> I like Puffy. how you got that name. Did you, so you went to like, did you go to school dressed as Puffy for like Halloween or something? Or what was that? It was like a, it was like a costume vibes. It was, I was like 12 or 13. Well, which, like which Puffy outfit did you have? I had on, uh, it was like a, a white fur coat, a Kango <laughs> hat, a toothpick, some red, um, knockoff Tim's. It wasn't even Tim's. It was like, um, it's like it's just Vi- Vikes or some shit like that. Vikings. Lugs. <laughs> Not even Lugs, B. Is that that was two thousand puff, right? Yeah, that was yeah. like that, be 2000. that was like hate me now, Nas puff, right? Yeah, With yeah, the white yeah. fur coat. Yeah, yeah. White fur coat can't go high. It was it was stupid. Did but you have a picture or no? You got a picture? Definitely not. Thank God I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that would have been the perfect cover, man, for this. For yeah, you're as puffy. Oh. That'd be great. I'm I'm so glad that that does not exist. <laughs> uh, well, actually, since we're talking about your parents, I mean. You you there was a like you grew up in a really musical household, right? Your yeah. mother your mother was a singer, right? She's yeah. from Grenada, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So and then your father plays the guitar, obviously. Yeah, my dad plays the guitar. Um, he's really into like jazz and all of that type of music. It's great, you know I mean? funk, Bear Bootsy Collins, Earth Wind and Fire. Damn, all them all them vibes I was given as a child. So I'm so jealous of like. Uh, DJs who grew up in like a musical environment because I didn't have that at all. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I, like that. I've vexed because I only used to like play like drums and and like I dabbled into like the trumpet when I was in high school. But yeah. I wish they taught me how to play like piano and thing. This production thing would have been much easier. Mm. <laughs> 
yeah. I wish it stopped me down at six and was like, play this. Yeah. I got the drums too. I wish I, my, my sister got the, the piano, but I wish I would have got the piano. Yeah. Cause that would have been a lot better. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. I, I took piano and I didn't retain any of that shit. When I was young, so. <laughs> well done. <It's> <laughs> it's a, it's a win lose for me. But you did grow. You did. You did kind of grow up in some cool music or high uh, households, cricket. But it was just in what you wanted to hear. Some your mom was playing the classical stuff. Yeah, I heard like opera. But then, like at late night, I would go to the window and I'd hear all the the jeeps and the cars outside playing all the shit I wanted to hear in front of my yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's where sure. really where I like I learned the music. I would like sit by the window and just listen to that shit, you know. Yeah. And it, so, and uh, what do you call it? Yeah, but that's that's another story. <laughs> Um, what do you call it? Puff, Puff, is there anything else that we wanted to touch on with Puffy? I kind of wanted to touch, pause. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? In, in Jamaica, in Jamaica, a pause or a loose would be why? 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 Oh, why? 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 <laughs> uh, that, we, might have to use why? That. we might have to use that because people yeah. have been telling us to stop so, using pause. Yeah, it's, it's offensive sometimes. It's like homophobic. They think it is. It's the yeah. same thing though. Is it like? Is it same? Is the same uh, meaning? So you wouldn't want to use anything. But why? Yeah. Tra- <laughs> the translation, the Jamaican translation, is why. That's that's the translation. Right. Pause. <laughs> but it's not as good as pause. It's not as like effective as pause. Shit. It used to be a lot worse, man. It used to be like no. It used to be a lot worse. <laughs> Yeah. I would say like no homo is like probably the worst, right? Like no homo. Yeah, no homo. That shit was crazy. Yeah. yeah. We had embraced that. that. Yeah, that. that vibe. Yeah, that one. That one kind of ended a few years ago, but that was a big one. It's crazy. Are you, are you are you guys affected at all by the Black Lives Matter movement? Is there? I, you know, I think there was some protest there, but it's not like what's going on here in the states, right? Well, it, it's it's definitely not as out there, but I think everybody's affected, man. Yeah. And everybody should try to do their part, you know, to raise to raise awareness and just do what they can, you know, because we all yeah. we all affected by it. Mm-hmm. We're all affected by it, whether, whether it's directly or not. Is there any yeah. s- systematic racism that is in Barbados? I mean, of course there probably is, definitely in Barbados. There's racism everywhere, right? Dog. There's racism everywhere. You Have know? you ever encountered anything like that in your career in DJing? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, man. Um, some, some definitely more like it, 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 it just comes out like in, in, sometimes it comes out in small comments. Sometimes it comes out in ignorance. Sometimes it comes out in, in, uh, like a lack of education. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time it's not, it's not people's fault. You know, it's just what they were instilled, what, what was instilled up here from a very long, for, for a long time or from a young age, you know, yeah. or in their or environment or in their society or in their, in their con- country or culture. Um, so a lot of people don't mean it uh, directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people do, but uh, sometimes it's just ignorance, man. And um, I feel like people like me definitely. I kind of in the little that I did, I was able to kind of curve that and just be like, "Yeah, man, like we're we're people too. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> and we're cool. <laughs> you know, we just as cool as anybody else. So it, it requires a, a lot of patience, right? Because you gotta. And understanding. And understanding yeah. and just realizing like, oh, like these people, like I got to explain to them a little bit more about, you know. Yeah. Yeah. As, as yeah. I said, man, like is 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 very, is a lot of un- understanding going on. You kind of got to take yourself outside of yourself, not be offended and just be like, okay, there's a bigger picture to this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a bigger reason why, you know, and then you got to try to understand that and, and 
help the cause, not fight it. What what are what are some of the I'm just kind of curious and we can some people want fighting still. What'd you say? (laughs) I said some people is want fighting still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just what are some of the comments that people would would say to you? Like what is some of the ignorance that you would get being from the Caribbean Uh, or anything like that? Uh oh wow you guys you guys have this over there? Like you guys drive cars? Um Well, no, we uh we have horses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of house do you live in? Like, is it is it small? Yeah. Like you know, like it's just automatic belittling kind of like. Are there like are there people like me over there? Like you know them them kind of comments like oh what I don't want to get robbed like my G like <laughs> our crime rate not even high you understand? <laughs> Everybody's so happy over there. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of. It's very ignorant. Like Barbados is one of the few places you could like. I could leave my last not last night, two nights ago. I parked outside my house. My windows were down. My car was open. Nobody ain't going. Nobody ain't going in my car. <laughs> mm. just, you could walk on the street. People walking on the street, normal. Just this is one of the few places where if you pass somebody on the street, a complete stranger, they would still say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wow, damn! You know? I'm moving so, to Barbados. So you don't have right? you don't yeah. have any Karens in uh, Barbados. We ask that you open arms, my G. <laughs> you don't have any Karens in uh. You have no Karens in Barbados right now. Not like the states. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> how was how no. was it watching? I, I, I would even say like some like like some for lack of a better word like mostly Caucasian people are very very you know the Bajan whites as they say let me correct myself the Bajan whites are amazing people <laughs> nice people dog mm-hmm. what some of the nice people even nicer than us <laughs> as blacks so you know that's just the real what what is it like uh like going on social media and watching the chaos that's happening in the states you know I, I spoke to someone. Uh, in Europe the other day and you're like I can't you know I feel really embarrassed that I actually looked up to you guys for like I looked up to America and you guys were kind of the standard for like equality liberty and freedom of speech and then freedom of of everything bro like even even coming from the Caribbean, be like it was all if you like move to the states from the Caribbean it was always like whoa like a big thing like you made it in life Mm mm-hmm Stanley, at one time, the goal was to go to America, you know? Like, wow, you live in America now? Like, it's crazy. Like, automatically, every, your whole life is better, mm-hmm. you know? Now mm-hmm. I'm glad to be in Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we're jealous of you. I'm glad to live here. And I have, I, I care nothing about moving to America or living there. Bro. Yeah, we, we it, look like a mess, right? It looks like. Bro, even, even before this whole thing, like sometimes like, I, I had to be real with immigration officers sometimes, like just going through Florida and things just like, oh, why are you staying here and, and, and giving me a hard time, like just passing through the country. And sometimes I get really frustrated, man. I look at the immigration officer and I just say, yo, listen, you understand nobody ain't trying to stay here, no dog. <laughs> I am not trying to live in your country. I just trying to be here for a couple of days, shop, relax, chill with my friends and leave, dog. You know, I don't care about moving to America no more. <laughs> Country's bare junk. We ain't care nothing about that for a little vibes and we leaving, dog. I, I care nothing about taking anything from y'all because you have nothing to take. <laughs> I love I it. I can't even be mad at him. I love <laughs> it. I, I, I love it. I think it's a mess. I think it's, it was all smoking. I mean, when I was talking to my friend in Europe, they're like, it, it feels like it was all smoke and mirrors. We got, yeah. you guys fed us this, like, uh, this kind of 
uh, this like false narrative, dream. you know? Yeah, this false yeah, dream. dream and now it's all blowing up. It's like now it's all crumbling. And then we're seeing like what's really going on. It's and, all fabricated, B. Yeah. It's all, fa- no, it's, 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 again, packaging, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> packaging. That, should, that should be the name of this episode, packaging. All right. Packaging. Okay. <laughs> DJ Puffy. We dropping some bars out here, man. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Is there anything else we want to, uh, you know, speak about? Anything you guys say? Are you, so wait, really last. Are you going to, are you going to maybe kind of fuck with Twitch a little bit later or not? You have no interest. Not um, right now. I, I, I don't think right now, man. I yeah. think, I think shout out to the guys who've been able to make Twitch work. Jay has been doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Zach is, is a master at his craft. Yeah. Um, Jesus, man. You watch Zach streams. Zach could stream for five hours. I watch all. Mm. You understand? You're like, talking about just... four color Zach, right? For sure. Yeah. Not sure. not Z Trip because he's Zach too, right? Oh, he is Zach too. Z Trip is killing yeah. it on, on the streams too. Z Trip's been killing it too. Yeah. That's oh my god! Like just I, I I really respect the guys that are able to make that work. But my my Twitch is Saturday on the radio. You you yeah, tune yeah. into the on that. <laughs> if you could somehow uh, hook up. Uh, 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 like a webcam and audio into the we Twitch. We do it into th- for Twitch or no? Into Twitch on the on the Saturday. Yeah, um, not, but that's that's a good idea still. Yeah, you can have that. I'll let you have that. That's Thank you, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Stupid American, shut up. Five <laughs> <laughs> percent. You can have that. Subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> look at the american trying to teach you fuck out of here bro i'm not teaching i'm not teaching him anything trust me i've, I've learned from him more than, than, than i know else. same <laughs> from everybody in this world dog yeah never take that for granted you can learn from everybody mine on the street that's saying oh in the corner you can yeah. learn something from him too definitely definitely <laughs> hey um puffy thank you so much for coming through and coming on the thank podcast you. i've been wanting you to come through and uh i'm glad we had the perfect time to do it man I don't think Thank this would have happened if you were on tour because you would have been all uh, over the place. Probably not. And hopefully, maybe one of these days in the near future, in the near future, we'll see. Um, uh, we'll hopefully see Puffy in Vegas too. Yes, yeah. I would love. Yes. I would love to uh, see you out here in Vegas. That would be a, well, a fucking. Vibe. I would love to come, be. Yeah. I would love. I would love to. I would love to come DJ and just vibe. Just even if it's not DJ, dog, just come and relax for a little bit. Anytime. Right, if, you, if you ever hit up LA, and then you know. Uh, maybe in 2021, hopefully. Just yeah. come through to yeah. Vegas, man. We got you. Hey, yes, sir. Thank you. And and the invitation is extended to y'all as well. To I'll come be over there. I'll be over there. Definitely. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Take us in. Crop our, our, our prime minister and our government, we're actually inviting people if you want to w- work remotely. You get a 12-month grant to do so here in the country of Barbados. So really? If, Already watching this, you're trying to work remotely. You can come to Barbados. There is a new program now um, that are allowing people to that that is allowing people to come here oh, to shit. work remotely and just live you in Barbados. Apply for that. Maybe we can move the podcast. We can move the podcast. That is so easy, bro. That I, is easy. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how like productive I'd be though. Like the first yeah, couple of months, man. <laughs> I think that's, that's hard for you to be productive in Barbados like that with the weather and the beach. I no? mean, you you when you realize that your bills won't pay, you definitely find <laughs> you find the motivation. How is yeah. the how is the rent out there? Is it tough? Not as bad as LA for sure. Oh, okay, it's not that bad. It, it, no, it's not. It's not as bad. What's as what's New York the, what's the hardest thing to get imported into Barbados? I'm curious. The hardest thing to get imported? Yeah. Um, is there damn. anything? I'm just wondering, like in the states, like if you have to, equipment, like clo- clothing, 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 uh, for sure. 
cars. Cars and clothing. <laughs> what about DJ equipment? Is it easy for you to find some needles and um, the uh, new uh, mixer? Not necessarily, no. No. Oh, sure. That, that, you will have to order that for sure from the States. And mm-hmm. definitely out of pace on duty on it, but. I mean, it, 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 there are technicalities, right? Like, com- like on computer parts, there's no duty on that. Mm. Mm. And a lot of this stuff that we have no hookup to the computer anyway. So it's just like, yo, there's a computer part. And they're like, okay, cool. So, so the only thing we would be... Uh... Well, as as an artist or as a, as a creative, there are grants. Like, the government definitely set up uh, permissions for us to kind of apply for certain things if we got equipment coming in as entertainers or whatever or as creatives as promoters throwing parties um, we could definitely apply for a license and they grant us waves on duties and stuff that's dope yeah that's, dope. that's a recent thing too i might have to go to barbados man we love yeah. you man i Come, might have to go up. there <laughs> i'll be the first mexican in barbados not the first surely not the first Y'all have Mexicans in Barbados? You might Probably. be the last because after you get there, they're going to cut that well, shit like, off. They're going to be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I'll, I'll be the last one and open up the biggest taco stand in Barbados. Yo, yo I will fund it, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Respect, Puff. Oh, man. Uh, what do you call it? Puffy, thank you so much for coming through, man. We appreciate you, yeah, man. Pal. For real. We appreciate your energy too, man. We appreciate yeah. your energy, bro. Yeah, good vibes to everybody, dog. You don't know. Yeah. Please, great, please, great energy. Please stay in good health and take care, man. And uh, same to y'all. Same to y'all for sure. And then, uh, what do you call it? Jamie? If you want to, you know, head us out. I feel like going to. The, I feel we going to the beach now, man. Are you gonna go? Damn! What a flex. Yeah. I don't even want to do this in, fucking man. outro. Right, bro, my shorts. Like, look, the, the beach shorts on and everything. Look, we got the flamingos on. <laughs> I should cut. I, I, I should cut off his camera right now. Fuck this dude. Right? <laughs> Bye, Puffy. Bye. Okay, yeah, enough, Puff. He probably has some flip flops on. Look, he has a flip flops on. Oh, <laughs> I, I got the Barbados trainer on. Oh my god! Look at him flexing. Light flex. Got a cue. Uh, future life is good. Yeah, life yeah. is good. Life is good. If you want to uh, watch this video. Alongside all our other brand new videos we drop every Friday, make sure you go to youtube.com slash roll podcast. Make sure you like, comment, you subscribe, you hit, you hit the notification bell to be the first to get the, the video on Friday. And and a uh, big shout to DJ City. And hopefully, uh, I'm going to connect Puffy with DJ City and there'll be like yeah. a new dance hall soca curated My playlist. Myself and D James, we can do it. Uh, Let's do shout it. Shout out to D James from the UK. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Get Styles on the phone. Yes, sir. Soka, we got this. All right, man. Peace, y'all. Respect. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.